Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your host, Daniel French. In this episode, we bring you something a little different. A submission from listener Tracy Hayward. Involving a very public figure, Prince Andrew. I have chosen to add a little bit to Tracy Hayward's submission. The first couple of minutes of what you will hear is a paraphrase synopsis of the last couple of minutes of the famous interview with Prince Andrew. Then you will hear some bizarre, funny little sound effects and the background ambiance music will change a little bit, after which you will be hearing Tracy Hayward's written submission. One of our favorite voice actors, Blake Benlin, has done a very good job at doing an impression of Prince Andrew. What do you say we hear it? The problem that I'm, uh, we face in the 21st century is social media. There is a whole range of things that you, you face now that you didn't face 25 years ago because it was just the print media. And I think that, that, that to some extent there is, a, uh, there is a thick skin that you have to have. And again, I'm not a confrontationalist myself. I would prefer to be able to, as it were, resolve things in a way that is sensible. And so choosing to, as it were, get out there and talk about these things, it's almost a mental health issue to some extent for me, in the sense that it's been nagging at my mind for a great many years. I know that I made the wrong judgment and I made the wrong decision but I made the wrong decision and the wrong judgment, I believe fundamentally for the right reasons, which is to say to somebody, I'm not going to see you again. And in fact, from that day forth, I was never in contact with him. The subsequent allegations, what I would describe as surprising, shocking, um, and a distraction. But that's, I mean, there are all sorts of things that are on the internet and, and, and out there in the public domain that we just sort of go, well, yeah, but I'm afraid this is... It just never happened. As far as Mr. Epstein is concerned, it was the wrong decision to go and see him in 2010. As far as uh, my association with him was concerned, it had some seriously beneficial outcomes in areas that have nothing or have nothing to do with, with what I would describe as what we're talking about today. On balance, could I have avoided ever meeting him? Probably not. And that's because of my friendship with Ghislaine. It was inevitable that, that we would have come across each other. Do I regret the fact that he has quite obviously conducted himself in a manner unbecoming? Yes. I'm sorry, I'm being polite. I'm in the sense that he was a sex offender. But no, uh, was I right in, in having him as a friend at the time? And bearing in mind this was some years before he was accused of being a, a sex offender. I don't think there was anything wrong then. The problem was the fact that once he had been convicted, I stayed with him. And that's, that's the bit that, as it were, I kick myself for on a daily basis, because it was not something that was becoming of a member of the royal family. And we try and uphold 
the highest standards of, and practices, and I let the side down. Simple as that. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me, Mother. I understand you require an update on the public response to my Newsnight interview regarding my <clears throat> friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. It's been widely covered in a variety of online, print, and television publications. Uh, there has been feeling that the denial was uh, somewhat lacking in vigor and rationality. There have been reports suggesting a, a questioning from the public on the defense. There were queries around whether it would be entirely correct to say it was convenient to stay in Epstein's home when calling off the friendship. And perhaps a Western metropolis such as Manhattan may contain a number of other equally convenient places to stay. There are a number of sources who have advised that, uh, in light of my assertion, I do not make public displays of affection. That there are a number of examples which would suggest, uh, well, quite the opposite being the case on occasion, and that those instances have been uh, photographed, it appears. There are also questions around my assertion I was unable to sweat as well as the belief that there is uh, very little medical knowledge, it seems, regards to high adrenaline being causal to the appearance of the condition. Uh, at least not currently, anyway. Uh, there was indeed, quite widely, a number of articles in agreement with the reporter's assertions that it was incorrect, or uh, certainly flippant, to refer to Epstein's behavior as unbecoming, and that referring to it in such a manner is not a take on the matter that would generally be considered polite, rather something else entirely. There was also in some cases, there has been a feeling that describing the friendship as having some seriously beneficial outcomes and not expressing any sympathy for the victims could be seen in some respects as are quite possibly cold. Be quite frank, this has caused rather something of a media, a media circus, shall we say. Which means it has worked exactly as we planned. It was quite a busy news day indeed. And so the body was removed from the palace under the cover of darkness of 18th November and has attracted absolutely zero press attention, not a single mention. So, the plan worked perfectly. Staff have been briefed that it never happened. And going forward, that will be the case. I have warned him, though, to be more careful with the staff in the future. And he has assured me that it was indeed an accident. But given the extent of the damage to the body, I struggle to comprehend how that could possibly be the case. We should certainly keep a close eye on him in case this incident has brought out a taste for it in him. After all... Wouldn't be the first, would he? Uh, but nonetheless, as the saying goes, you want to control a conversation, throw a dead cat on the table. And if I say so myself, mother, that was quite 
the dead cat. Hmm, I wonder if that's what really happened. <laughs> Over the next few months and next handful of episodes or so, you will hear some other submissions from Chronosphere Fiction listeners, one of which is a series. Going to be a good one. Our Western of Outlaws and Lawmen is in production, and episode one will be appearing soon. Season 2 of Generation Z is also in production, and I'll be getting the first episode of that to you as soon as I can. Another feature we'll be starting in Chronosphere Fiction is called Poetry from the Streams, in which each episode will include poetry submitted from one of our listeners. Said poetry may be read by the writer or by one of our voice actors. Let me close out this episode of Chronosphere Fiction by asking you to spread the word and hopefully we'll get more listeners. And don't forget, you can help keep this show running by going to patreon.com slash chronosphere and becoming a patron. Well, we're back at that node of the spectral streams where I can drop you off at home, so... Until we see each other again, keep your cosmos clean.